basketball is back in action. Back to AB. Pull, fire, score! <laughs> Alex Marcello! Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Now, here's your host, Ben Bagley. Good evening, BYU basketball fans, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars host the Central Methodist Eagles at the Marriott Center. The Cougars coming into the game tonight, 3-0 off of an 81-49 smackdown of 12th-ranked Oregon. That's, that'll change at the, uh, as the rankings come out next week. And depending on the outcome of tonight's game, the Cougars are almost a lock to be a top-20 team when the AP Top 25 poll comes out next week. This week's poll saw the Cougars just four out of the top 25. Central Methodist also coming in to tonight's game undefeated, but this will be their biggest matchup of their season to date and probably their entire season. In the Cougar win over Oregon, Alex Barcelo was on fire going 9 of 11 from the field for 25 points. The morning after, he joined the guys on BYU Sports Nation, and here's that conversation with Alex Barcelo from Wednesday morning. What was the game plan going in, and then how did it go that well? Because winning by 32 against anybody is hard. Yeah. It didn't happen against Cleveland State and San Diego State. It's difficult. Right. But at, against Oregon and Portland, holy mackerel. I mean, Oregon, Oregon, they're a top 15 team. You know, they're, they're very talented. They got a lot of, a lot of great uh, guys on their team that can dribble the ball, get in the paint, create um, either for themselves or for other guys. They can shoot the ball from the perimeter really well, and then they crashed uh, the defensive boards. And that's one thing that we started off really well at doing was protecting the middle and then crashing the boards, which I think that's what propelled our energy throughout the game. And luckily we hit some shots, and, and we just were able to keep up with that momentum going on the stretch. Without question, Alex, it's a statement victory. There's there's just no way around it. Everybody saw it. Everybody was talking about it. Literally everybody. Like the country was <laughs> talking about it. It was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> what, what kind of statement do you think that made about you guys and this program? I think it made a, a big statement for us. You know, obviously starting off 3-0 and um, the season like that, it's just it's incredible, an incredible feeling. Um, nothing that we didn't believe in ourselves, though, coming into the season, though, as as a group, as a whole players and coaching staff you know this is what we told ourselves we're gonna have to prove the country wrong again you know we, we don't get a lot of respect going into the season but <clears throat> thankfully we, we were able to to do that on a, on the national level last night and just kind of put the country on notice and I think it's a really big statement for our team 9 of 11 25 points you're shooting at such a high clip right now so uh Jared Burson tweeted that the last 45 games you're shooting 51 percent from three no other player with that many attempts is within five percent what is it about your shot that go, that is going so well right now? Oh, I, I don't know. I would say the reps. You know, Coach Feger does a great job with me of just getting as many reps as I can in a day, um, being smart with it, whether we're, you know, on game day, the amount of reps that I shoot on a game day as opposed to after a game day, and then when I got a few days to prepare throughout the week before a game. Uh, we're just always trying to, trying to be the smartest with how many reps I'm getting up and are they game speed. Um, are they shots that I'm getting in a game? And so I just, all the credit goes to him um, with, with how my shot's feeling right now. Sean Farnham on the ESPN broadcast. He had a fun conversation with you on Instagram, uh, which was great earlier in the day. He said that your release is the exact same no matter when and where you shoot it, except when a San Diego State guy fouls you, but they don't call it. <laughs> um, 
what how, how do you maintain that how do you make sure the release is the same wherever you are uh, I would say just those reps, you know, practicing at game speed when you're in a game, it just it feels the same. And, you know, trying to trying to have that confidence, knowing that my whole team trusts me to, to shoot the ball whenever and wherever. It's a it's a really great feeling to have your guys trust you and to have your coaching staff trust you. So just kind of letting it fly when I when I get the ball in my hands. What What's it like with this group? Because every year you have to redo the best locker room in America with yeah. that group. Feels like you guys are super tight right now. You've had to overcome some adversity with no Richard Harward. But defensively, Gavin Baxter played one of his greatest games ever last night. Foose is coming along. Atiki's getting a few minutes here and there. Yeah. You know, it's the same message every year. You know, you got to put aside your own agenda, which is I think every guy on this team, it's it's a hard fight to fight. But being willing to put aside your own agenda, going into a game where you're on national television and you're playing the number 12 team in the country, to be able to do that, it's extremely hard. But the way that we did it last night and then kind of you saw everybody, I mean, through the through the roster, everybody had a really great game. And it, it's just fun to be a part of a team that just is so willing to to be able to fight that every single day, no matter how much attention we're getting, um, especially on the national scale right now. Just being willing to just put your agenda aside and, and fight and be present in the moment. That's one thing that Coach Pope told us in the locker room before the game. Be present. Like, don't. Don't lose this moment that you have right now walking into this game. And I think everybody, you know, you, you look around the locker room, everybody was bought in and, and they were locked into the scout on that game. Well, and I know that every game is supposed to take you into the next one and you just keep building off of it and building off of it. How do you take what you guys did against a ranked team and playing so well? How do you build off that and just keep that momentum going heading into Central Methodist? I think we take what worked for us, which is, you know, defense. Defense is what worked for us. I mean, we held them to 40-some points. We were able to protect middle. We were able to crash the glass really hard, which uh, we got some really incredible incredible rebounders on this team that have helped us so much um, in these first three games. But take, taking that, because defense wins games at the end of the day, and that's what our coaches preached to us, and it's been working for us. We're 3-0, and and we're excited to keep this thing rolling. You haven't given up uh, you know, 61 points to anybody, yet, <laughs> which is just incredible, uh, considering you played three tournament teams. This is one of the tougher first three games for anybody in the country. Now you're going to have a target on your back next week. Uh, that's what happens when you beat the number 12 team by 32. Are you ready to be a top 20 team and have that kind of target from now on the rest of the season? Definitely. You've earned that, I suppose, right? Definitely. I, I think that's where we grow the most, you know, having that target on our back, knowing every single team that comes into, into the Marriott Center when we're on the road, they're, they're aiming for us. And we do have a huge target on our back right now, but we're willing to take that challenge, and it's, it's only going to make us better as this year goes on. There you go, Alex Barcelo from BYU Sports Nation on Wednesday coming off of the win over uh, then-ranked 12 number or, uh, Oregon. By the way, crazy stat about Alex Barcelo thus far in the season, shooting 74% from the field. That's right, I didn't stutter, 74% from the field, averaging just over tw- uh, just under 13 points a game. So Alex Barcelo lighting it up at the first of the year for the BYU Cougars. Coming up next, we'll head over to the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation with my guy, and I'm excited to have this conversation, my guy, Terry Nashif. Uh, coming up next, that's Cougar Pregame Live, c- continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with Terry Nash. And I can't tell you, Terry, I was so excited when I found out it was you and I doing pregame together for a segment. I celebrated so hard I lost my voice. How are you, Terry? I'm doing so good. It's good to talk to you, Ben. Things are great, and this feels right, me and you on the pregame show. It's been a minute, and I, you know what? I'll I'll, I can say it. I, I, I missed you. I missed you too, Ben. I missed you too, Ben. Sorry, Zephy was coming up. She was talking to me, and uh, I miss Zephy. She's awesome. She's on the score clock, and it's great to see everyone and be in the Marriott Center again here tonight. Well, let's talk about this game tonight as BYU faces uh, Central Methodist. Here's the interesting uh, twist on this. BYU coming off of a huge win, just an absolute smackdown on Oregon in Portland. That's a big win for a team, and then you've got to come back home. You're hosting Central Methodist in a team in a game that you quote-unquote should win as a coach when you experience that and you're talking to your team through your practices and getting ready for a game what's the tone you take here's the funny thing ben is that i know these coaches and they were telling these guys hey they're undefeated they're really good and all those players in the locker room are saying hey you said the same thing about oregon and look what we did to them (laughs) so as far as getting their attention it's going to be really hard but coach pope and that staff they practice hard every day they're consistent every day and they always talk about it one at a time, best locker room in the country. And because of that, uh, they'll be able to win games like this and get everybody focused and playing really hard. Yeah, one thing that's been interesting about BYU and the way that they've done it, and, and I'm not saying that they haven't been able to do this in past seasons, but this one in these first three games that's been front and center, their ability to defend and the way that they look defensively. Talking to Sean Farnham last week, he's like, this is a defensive team in, in BYU. What are you seeing differently on this team that's allowing them to play that this this kind of tighter defense? Well, I'll tell you what. I watched the San Diego State game, and if you're going to guard San Diego State man-to-man throughout that whole game and guard them that way and not have to go to a zone, you've got a defensive team. Uh, you watch all the San Diego State games, and the other team goes zone at some point because they just have a hard time handling those players. And BYU did it, and Coach Pope and his staff give them credit those guys are guarding and they're locked in it's team defense but it's individual defense as well and then they're cleaning up the misses and uh and getting down the other way the one nice thing that i've noticed about this year's team and i think it started last year with the additions of gideon george and caleb loner but you add Tijon lucas and seneca knight and a few others this is a much longer more athletic byu basketball team and this is a team that had problems last year with teams like oregon when they played ucla when they played usc that length and athleticism gave them a bit of a hard time. We've seen it early this year. BYU now is one of those long athletic teams that can switch all the way around defensively and, and, and still be able to guard their, their, their assignment. Absolutely. It's a huge advantage when you can switch. Um, and they're so tough. I mean, they are tough. Uh, positions one to five. And uh, as a side note, quite a few teams had a hard time with UCLA last year in their length, and uh, they're having a hard time with them this year too. And the one, the one kind of geeky basketball thing that I enjoyed watching the Oregon game, and I'm sure you saw it as well, Terry, is the rotations defensively for BYU. There were times where the third guy was rotating over to helping the second guy. It just seemed like the team defensively was moving in rhythm and in connect. As they, as they, as they say, I've heard uh, NBA play, coaches call it, they played on a string. As one moved, everybody moved, and, and the assignments were hit. And in order to do that, you've got to be locked in on every possession. You can't be taking a break on any possession. 
And another thing that's really helping this group is the way that Coach Pope subs. Uh, you talk about nine guys in double figures, minutes, and they're all going to play if they guard, and they know that, and they have their assignments, and they, they just play so hard, and they're locked in on every single possession. It's, it's amazing to watch. What's interesting, on, on the other side of the floor for BYU, this offensive side of the floor, I think it starts and stops with Alex Barcelo, but we saw against uh, Oregon guys like Tijon Lucas starting to step up a little bit and starting to kind of come in his own. Uh, Spencer Johnson's had two really good games. Seneca Knight had a, a decent game against Oregon. But it starts and stops with Alex Barcelo, who's coach. He, I mean, I know it's only three games in, but he's shooting 74% on the season. Well, here's the thing. He's so tough, and he takes good shots. And uh, if I was shooting that percentage in any game, I'd be shooting way more than he does. And that's just a credit to the coaching <laughs> staff and a credit to him. They always make the right play. They space the floor. They find the hot hand. And then for them to be able to find him late in that San Diego State game, uh, really, really impressive. And then he just carried him in Oregon. When you're, he was on fire. And it's just really fun to watch. He takes such good shots, and he's such a tough kid. I think the surprise of this young season for BYU, uh, Rich, you lose Rich Harward uh, early in the season, and hopefully Big Rich gets better and gets back. We'd love to see him out on the floor. But Fusini Triori comes in as a freshman, and this kid is just raw talent, does the right things, defensively doesn't make some bad defensive mistakes, a big body. And I've heard a bunch of different comps, but my favorite comp, this is my personal comp with him, he, he's a Louisiana Tech Paul Millsap, just raw, big shoulders, long arms, gets the rebounds, and just hustles. It is so fun to watch him play. And, and the thing about freshmen, sometimes the lights are bright, and they don't seem bright for him. And uh, you, you could hear people thinking, well, it's Cleveland State. Well, San Diego State at home. Let's see what he does on the road at Oregon. And my goodness, did he step up. And uh, every game it seems that he's having his role, he's playing well, and uh, he fits in with these guys, and the coaching staff's done such a great job of simplifying it for him so that a freshman can come in and contribute from day one like he has. You know it's a big play, uh, Terry, when a jaded guy, sports journalist guy like myself, gets up off the couch for a play, but that play where he got knocked down in the second half against Oregon, still got back up, met the guy at the rim and blocked the shot. I literally got up off the couch and went, oh, my. That's impressive. <laughs> I love it. I, w I would have liked to see the cam on that, the webcam going on that one. The, but uh, straight I'm with from you. The ba for the Bagley yeah. front room? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm telling you, uh, great play, and he's just he's just really fun to watch. I actually talked to Coach Figa this week. Um, his son played my son in junior jazz, and we were talking. He just wanted to talk about him and just how great of a kid he is, and he's so coachable and tough and uh, such a great teammate. Wait, now that begs the questions, whose son won? Yeah, I. to be honest with you, they don't keep score, and thank goodness they don't count double dribbles. <laughs> I'll tell you this, oh, though. That, I got that a text, age is junior jazz. Yeah, I got a text uh, about a month ago that said, hey, this is Coach Collinsworth, and I'm the coach of your son. And that aged me a little bit. Chris Collinsworth oh, nice. is coaching my son in uh, junior jazz basketball. Oh, that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. And junior jazz at that age, oh, yes, that's fun. Well, Terry, appreciate the time. Look forward to you and Jerem Jordan on the call coming up here in about a half an hour, 40 minutes from now. Great to talk to you. Great to uh, be with you over the air and uh, appreciate the time. Thanks, Terry.
That's Terry Nassif. He's on the call tonight with Jerem Jordan. They'll be, they'll be taking over here in about 10 minutes here on uh, the pregame show. And I'll have the call tonight at the Merritt Center as BYU takes on Central Methodist. Stop by your local BYU, or Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires. The team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops. You're not just college hoops, but we'll get actually, you know what? Forget it. We're not doing college hoops scoreboard. I'm calling an audible. You're going to find out why because it's a busy day in BYU sports today on campus and around the country. Lots of things, including championships, three of them, four of them now. Check that, four of them. That's all coming up next. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the Central Methodist Eagles. We'll get you over to the Marriott Center in a moment with Jerem Jordan and Terry Nashif. But first, uh, a reminder, if it's a weekday, Monday through Friday, which it's not, it's a Saturday. Remember, fans, that when Cougars win, you win. And by the way, football's already won on this, so it works already. You win with Papa John's Pizza. With a BYU win tonight, pizza will be 50% off on all Papa John's orders at papajohns.com on Monday using the online promo code BYU50. This offer is good at any Utah location. So regardless of what BYU basketball does tonight, you can use that code on Monday because BYU football won. Speaking of which, let's hit the scoreboard, which is not normally a college hoops scoreboard, but I'm calling an audible. It's been an outstanding day for BYU athletics across campus. It's been a busy day as well. We mentioned it just a second ago, BYU football won 34-17 over Georgia Southern. The Cougars moved to 10-2, and or actually 10-1 and on the season, uh, with one game left against USC coming up next week. More scores from around campus. Huge congrats, congrats to Connor Mance and Whitney Orton, who both won individual national championships today in cross country. The women's team finished second overall, while the men's team finished seventh. Mance is the first repeat champ of the individual championship in the NCAA since 2015. Orton is the first women's cross country individual title winner in BYU history. The duo pulls off the first same school individual championships since 1988. So congratulations to both Connor and Whitney for their individual championships in Tallahassee. BYU women's volleyball secured the WCC title today with a 3-1 victory over St. Mary's. The Cougars undefeated in WCC play and their final match of the regular season is on Tuesday against San Diego. Congrats to the women's volleyball team. (coughs) BYU women's hoops. Beats Boise State 84-40 this afternoon at the Marriott Center. Shaley Gonzalez had 14 points in the win. Women's soccer, in addition, had uh, right now, they're in the NCAA Sweet 16 match against top-ranked Virginia, and the Cougars have a 1-0 lead on the Cavaliers in the second half. Speaking of soccer, congrats to former BYU soccer great Ashley Hatch as her NWSL team, the Washington Spirit, win the NWSL championship today 2-1 over the Chicago Red Stars. And speaking of a fifth championship, I said four, fifth, the men's extramural soccer team secures back-to-back national championships with a 3-1 win 
over Texas. So, like I said, a busy day on campus and still one more game to go as BYU hosts Central Methodist. And you'll hear that coming up in just a second. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with, with Jerem Jordan. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Terry Nashif alongside Jerem Jordan. Basketball fans and welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah for BYU and Central Methodist out of Fayette, Missouri, an NAIA team. They're 7-0. Look out, Terry. Tonight's matchup is the nightcap of an absolutely loaded day of Cougar sports on campus that included a triple header here on the BYU Sports Network in case you missed it. Whitney Orton and Connor Mance won the individual cross-country national championships this morning in Tallahassee, Florida. First time since 1988, one school has produced both individual winners. Women's basketball beat up Boise State 84-40. I wish the football team had done the same. Women's volleyball took out St. Mary's in four. West Coast Conference outright champions. Football took down Georgia Southern 34-17. Basketball going down coming up later. And women's soccer currently up 1-0 in the 62nd minute in the Sweet 16. Woo! Let's finish it with a couple of wins here. We now turn our attention to men's hoops coming off of one of its most impressive wins in program history. A 32-point dismantling of puddles and the Oregon Ducks in Portland, Oregon. I'm your play-by-play, Jerem Jordan. With me is the former Cougar hoopster and assistant coach, Terry Nashif, the pride of Vancouver, Washington, and Evergreen High School. Terry, it's going to be a fun night, man. It's going to be a fun night. Let's finish this thing off, right? That's exactly right. This (laughs) soccer game is intriguing. I am interested. If BYU wins, it perhaps will host the Elite Eight against Penn State. Wow. So hold on, ladies. Hold on. Okay, what an impressive start for this men's basketball team to the season, taking down not one, not two, but three NCAA tournament teams from last year in Cleveland State, San Diego State, number 12, Oregon. What's impressed you the most about this group? They just step up to every challenge. They each um, posed a different challenge for this group, and it was kind of progressive. Cleveland State at home, a really good team, and then you've got San Diego State at home, a huge part of that game is they didn't play any zone. They just guarded them man-to-man, and that, that means you're a good defensive team. Won that game and then went on the road uh, to Oregon. I mean neutral site at the Phil Knight Invitational in Portland, Oregon, and <laughs> drilled them and uh, just really impressed with their toughness. The coaches had them ready, and the game plans were really impressive. Hey, Portland, uh, not too far away from your hometown of Vancouver right there. That's exactly right. Jack Troxel battling uh, brain cancer was at the game. Wow. He went there, he hung out with the team, and it's good to see Jack there. BYU's 3-0 for the first time under Mark Pope, looking for 4-0 after tonight. Alex Barcelo playing at a superstar level, 22 points a game, 74% from the field. Again, he shoots jump shots, 62% from three. He hasn't missed any of his 18 free throws. We'll get to that streak later on. What's the best part of his game and decision-making right now? I think the best part about his game has always been his toughness, to have a, a guard that tough and a lot of times when people think of toughness they think of you know getting on the floor and elbows and rebounds and he does all those things but toughness to me is making big shots 
and he makes big shots, and he takes good shots. And to have a leader come back and lead this team and play the way he is is amazing against the talent that he's playing against. It's crazy, man. He's playing at such a high level. Okay, after this break, we'll hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame show, coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Jerem Jordan. We're live court. We're live courtside in Provo for BYU and Central Methodist. Coming up at the top of the hour, the Cougars are seeking the first 4-0 start under Mark Pope and first since 2017. And we want to welcome everyone joining us on the full network after the football postgame show. BYU a 34-17 winner at Georgia Southern. Some burritos were thrown at the team on the field. I've had many responses to a tweet I put out saying, this is my dream to have a burrito thrown at me. We don't expect that to happen here in the friendly confines of the Marriott Center, but we won't rule it out. Time now for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. After three wins and a landmark win against number 12 Oregon on Tuesday, Mark Pope has his team rolling. All right, coming off a huge win like that, what was the vibe like in practice to, I suppose, try and maintain that quality of play? Practice really good Thursday. Friday, we came in a little bit uh, sluggish, and, and our guys fixed it really fast, which has been the character of this team. So um, I think the guys are hungry to get better. I think they know that they have the whole season ahead of them and and a lot of you know potential and and a lot of responsibility that comes with that. So um, it was it was a good couple days. Uh, you know, we got to take Wednesday and rest and try and recover. And so hopefully we'll, we'll put together a great showing tonight. Alex Barcelo is playing at such a high level right now, 74% from the field, 62% from three. Feels like he's taking the right shots. Is he taking the right amount of shots? Do you want to see more shots from him? Yeah, he's he just is such a, you know, he's a floor general, right? He's a lead guard. He um, he is he is uh, taking shots when they're there, when they're necessary, when they're in flow, or sometimes when he feels like he has to fix the flow of the game. He's also really working hard to keep everybody else involved, and that's why he's such a problem. Um, sometimes it's easier to guard guys that are going out and hunting shots but you know you, you look at his performance in Oregon and he's 9 for 11 and everything came from the flow of the offense and there was you know he ended up with some open shots but just because if you send a second defender he punishes you so much so he's doing it the right way it's been really special defensively you've yet to give up more than 60 what's been the key to that so far well we played you know, part of it is we played three teams that press. And so, you know, most people think a press speeds up the game, but it really does slow down the game. So there's less possessions. And we've also played, you know, two and a half teams that really, really pride themselves on the defensive end. And so um, part of that has just been the competition we played in. And hopefully part of it is the focus that we have defensively and, and the length we have in the middle defensively and our guys trying to take care of responsibility. So hopefully it's a combination of all those things. How is this team different defensively, maybe in, in the personnel and what you can do with them this year? Well, it starts with Alex. Alex has taken a huge, uh, he's taken a huge burden on himself to actually be a playmaker on the defensive end. He's doing a great job um, disrupting things and forcing a couple turnovers a game. I think he's like 1.7 turnovers a game. He's forcing by himself. And then this Tijon Lucas has such an incredibly high IQ defensively. It's just awesome. He helps our team function so much. And then you look at the middle between Seneca and Gideon and Spencer and Caleb. 
and Gavin Baxter, um, you know, that kind of middle run, uh, there's just some length there, some length and some physicality. And so it's been good for us. And then our guys have rebounded the ball at a high level. We've rebounded the ball at a high level against great rebounding teams. And we're going to have to continue doing that because we have great rebounding teams coming in here. And so uh, I think all those things lend themselves to having some success defensively. What do you want to accomplish tonight besides winning against Central Methodist? Well, we, 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 one, we got to win. Like, the only thing that matters is winning games. Like, we just got to win tonight. We have to find a way to win. Secondarily, we just got to keep getting better. We have to get better. So we have some priorities. We're, we're, we're facing uh, big-time rebounding teams coming up here uh, in this next stretch. Um, we got to get more fundamentally sound in terms of different defensive packages that we throw on the, on, the, on the floor so we can change things up and still stay really, really sound. Our transition defense is going to be tested at a higher level than it has been tonight, actually. So these guys, almost 50% of their possessions close to it, uh, 47% of their possessions have had some derivation from transition offense. Um, and then the teams we play coming up are all pushing the ball at a breakneck pace. So our transition defense has to get way better and be solid tonight. And then offensively, we got to keep having an impact on the offensive glass. It has been such a huge part of what we do so far this season. I'm really proud of the guys' effort, and we got to keep going there. What starting lineup will you go with tonight? Um, so uh, we'll go with Alex. Um, Tijon, Gideon, Caleb, and Gavin Baxter. Uh, only roster difference right now is Foos will be out tonight. He he uh, kind of got a uh, bruise on his leg um, at the end of the Oregon game. He kind of saw him hobble out. He hasn't practiced since. We're hoping that he'll be back soon, but we're just taking the utmost caution. And also, Rob Ramos has basically moved into his dorm room 24-7 trying to rehab him, so we're hoping <laughs> to get him back as quick as we can. Four games in, you're going suits again. There's no going back at this point to Polos. It suits the rest of the year. I don't know. I mean, I like the suit. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, when I look at myself in the mirror, I look freaking sexy in a suit. I just <laughs> dig it. That's not, really the, that's not really the reason. It's some compositive of, like, um, just not wanting to be back in COVID. I just want to be away from it. And then I'm just old. I'm super old. And, and um, you know, ah, it just is... Um, the, the, you know, I always have seen it as a sign of respect for the game. Um, you know, Coach Fox and Coach Patino, two of my mentors, both told me they were going polos last year. And then late in the season last year, I see him in suits. And I was just like, oh, they tricked me. And um, so we're going to kind of stay with these suits for, for at least the, the near future just because, you know, I'm a little bit old school and, and I, love the, I love this game so much. And, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I wear a suit to church. And, and this, this court is, these games are pretty sacred to me. These fans are pretty sacred to me. These players are pretty sacred to me. And so I'm going to keep wearing a suit until, until they make me stop. Well, I feel weird in a polo. Uh, <laughs> I know you tweeted it, but uh, what a day for BYU Athletics that started with the individual cross-country national championship. Yeah, come on. This Whitney Orton and this Connor Mance, like, how do you talk about warriors? And I select, I'm, I'm talking about them, but it's really the whole team on the men's and women's sides. Like, I know how hard, you know, I, I was a, I was a, I was a really, really bad cross country runner going, growing up. And I know how mentally tough and physically tough. And I, I have a sense of the training they go through. And then, and then to stand up there and have runaway victories, both of them back to back representing BYU. Is there anything that's not happening right now in BYU athletics? It's so awesome. Literally nothing. It's awesome. Mark, thanks for the time. Good luck. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate you. Kid, that's Mark Pope. And uh, no, no Fusini Traore tonight. We find out what kind of impact will that have in this game. You think? Um, I think 
It's going to give some guys some more minutes, and it'll be interesting to see. Really important, and we'll talk about this when we talk about keys, really important to get off to a good start and make sure that Central Methodist knows this is going to be different than their first games that they played. Let's hit those keys now. Brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. Terry Nashup, what are the keys tonight? First thing is to get off to a good start. Second is to follow the game plan defensively. And then the third, as always, make shots. As we head to break, we remind you that Smith's has all your fresh game day grilling and tailgating faves. And when you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Coming up next, it's the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin. Inside the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah for BYU and Central Methodist, an NAI team at 7-0. Coming up at the top of the hour. Terry, let's talk about some defense as we... Get to the Cougar tip-off show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere and the BYU Store. The defense has been awesome. BYU hasn't given up more than uh, 60 points in the game. Mark talked about, hey, sometimes pressing slows the pace down, but still, 24th and Ken Palm in defense. I'll take it. Coach Pope was uh, was deflecting a little bit there. They're really good <laughs> defensively, and uh, pressing does can slow the game down at times, but they're playing great as a team and individually defensively, and then you always have to finish with a rebound, and they're doing a great job. Yes, they are. Mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food is minutes away from the Marriott Center, fresh off the grill, chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp. Coconut Island Grill has the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text COCONUT to 61090. For a free drink with your next meal, that's Coconut with two Ks. Text K-O-K-O-N-U-T to 61090. Coming up after the break, the latest from Joe Lenardi and Ken Pomeroy on where the Cougars stand in college hoops and get to know tonight's foe on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Jerem Jordan. We're live in the Marriott Center, head of BYU and Central Methodist in men's hoops. I'm Jerem Jordan. He's Terry Nashus. The Cougars will certainly be ranked in the top 25 next week after the 3-0 start, expected to be 4-0 after tonight. We still have to play this game, though. Perhaps even in the top 20. Joe Lenardi has BYU as the seventh seed as of yesterday. Ken Pomeroy has the Cougars at 23rd. In his efficiency rankings, where have you seen this team develop the most so far, Terry? Just accepting these challenges. These are such good teams, tournament teams, and they're playing great and winning different ways, and that's important uh, as you get closer and closer to March. Let's talk about Central Methodist for for a moment. They're from Fayette, Missouri, between Kansas City and St. Louis. NAIA team who are 7-0. They put, put up 84 points a game, make eight threes a game. What's it like as a staff to prepare for a non-Division One opponent like this that has played well at its level? Here's the thing. These coaches are telling uh, all these players how good Central Methodist is, and every one of those players are saying, you just told us that about Oregon, and look what we did to them. So <laughs> it's going to be hard to get their attention, but because of the way they play and they play so hard, uh, they'll be able to focus in on the game plan and win. And, and in case you missed it, Mark Pope told us that Fusini Treore had a leg injury Wednesday, uh, Tuesday against Oregon. He will not play tonight. More pregame coverage from the Marriott Center is up after this break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU and Central Methodist coming up at the top of the hour. I'm with Terry Nashiff. The Cougars are 3-0 with wins against Cleveland State, San Diego State, and Oregon, all three of which made the NCAA tournament last season. Tijon Lucas is the senior guard who's a nice compliment to Alex Barcelo, the transfer from Illinois, then Milwaukee. After going for five points in the opener, he has 25 points the last two games, highlighted by 12 and three assists against 
Oregon, 5 of 8 shooting, hit 2 of 3 from 3. What do you think of his game? He's such a tough player. He's experienced, and uh, he's really good as far as being a defensive floor general for this team. To come in and learn Coach Pope's system and to have this immediate impact is really impressive. How does he complement Alex Barcelo, in your opinion? I think they're both really tough guards. And in, in, in order to win big games, you need tough guards, and that's exactly what they've got in the in the backcourt this year. Something like 226 combined college games. That experience is hard to beat, yeah, right? That, that's amazing. When you've got when you've got guards, starting guards that have played that many games, you're going to win close games, and we saw that against San Diego State. Right now, they're a combined 27 of 28 from the free throw line. They helped close out that San Diego State game, certainly. In 2022, BYU men's basketball will be dunking on cancer. It deserves to be dunked on. Through generous donations, each BYU dunk during West Coast Conference play will raise money for BYU's Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Kooks' fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem.byu.edu. Final thoughts before tip-off are coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. We are moments away from BYU and Central Methodist from the Marriott Center. Jerem Jordan and Terry Nashif with you. Terry, what do you want to see from the Cougars in this game? They're certainly expected to win handily against an NAIA squad in Central Methodist. Play hard. When guys get in in situations they haven't been in this year, do the same thing. Take shots that come to them and make them. BYU and Central Methodist coming up. Tip-off is next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.